Hello, everybody, and welcome to our uh, Landmark Church podcast, uh, diving deeper into my story. I've got uh, Bobby Williams here, uh, and he's going to going to be uh, diving a little deeper into his story that you would have seen this morning uh, during our worship service. You got to see his video testimony. So, Bobby, I'm glad to have you here. Uh, good evening. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, great to be here. Great to have you here, and I'm extremely excited to hear a little bit more about your story so uh bobby basically we'll have a conversation here i'm gonna i'm gonna let you take the reins and say what's on your what's on your heart and uh make sure you don't feel rushed and we're we're just gonna have a good time and and really getting to hear a little more about your story so bobby i just want you to take it from from wherever you feel like you want to start and we'll just kind of run through it all right sounds good go right ahead well, we'll start off saying that uh, about two and a half years ago, I started having some left leg problems and thought it was a sciatic nerve, so I went to the doctor to see them, and uh, that's what they said it was, so we didn't do anything besides some exercises, then it just keep getting worse and worse and worse. So then I had an MRI done, then they uh, discovered that I had a tumor that was hooked on my L1, 2, 3, and 4, which is also my spine, Okay. also hooked on to my left pelvis. Uh, it was benign. That was a good thing that we did okay. find out. And I asked them, what was this caused from? Because, you know, cancer don't run in our family or anything yeah. like that. And the doctor stated it was it was caused from some kind of blunt trauma okay. at some point in time in my child life. Don't know what happened if I fell or whatever, but it was caused, it was called an osteosarcoma. Okay. That's uh, basically off of the bone. Well, once we found that out, I went and saw several specialists, which they turned me down and said they didn't want to have nothing to do with this. It was way above their grade, which made me feel kind of good. And they said they're going to recommend me to MD Anderson in Houston, which is the top line hospital in the world. Okay. So I went down there. They did the MRIs, CAT scans, x-rays. I mean, just put me through the whole ringer, you know. Yeah. And... uh, of course, did the biopsy, come back benign, but they said it could turn malignant if I did not get this removed. At that time, COVID was just now hit. So I put this surgery off for two years. So you put the surgery off because of COVID, because of this, the stipulations in the hospital or everything? or That, for one reason, because nobody could be there with me. Yeah. And I wanted at least my wife, Paula, to be there Absolutely, with me or yeah. my par- or my mom. Or- I think anybody would understand yeah, that. For sure. Yeah, so I wanted somebody there, so I put it off, plus I was a little scared. Yeah. You know, um, so I was putting in the, in the hands of Jesus to asking him daily, nightly, you know, please heal me. Please yeah. heal me so I can give you all the praise for this. So in that two years, it got worse and worse and worse and worse to where it was just so unbearing of pain. I had to go. Yeah. Uh, surgery was scheduled to be on April 26th and 27th of 2022. Took approximately over 25 hours for this surgery. Um, 12 and a half one day, then the next day, 12 and a half. So, yeah, they was wow. a pretty intense surgery. Do you, do you remember approximately, because I think I remember somebody telling me this, how many doctors it was that was kind of working on There it? was about five teams, six teams of doctors, and okay. anywhere from five to eight people on each team. Wow. So approximately around 20 people in there doing this surgery. Yeah. Um, the doctors as well as robotics. Okay. Because I was about less than a sixteenth of an inch away from my spinal cord okay. where they had to remove part of the nerves that controls my left leg, okay. which is L1 through 4, mm-hmm. and uh, told me all the things that could possibly happen, you know, and 
scared me to death. And I'm like, well, you know, I ain't going to worry. I'm just going to pray. Right. Can Can you elaborate just even just one or two of the things that like some of the some of the dangers of this surgery that you were facing? Uh, some of the dangers was I was not going to be able to walk again. Okay. I was going to have a dropped foot where the foot just actually just hangs down where I okay. could not move it at all. They was going to put a brace possibly. Okay. Also, possibly, they're going to have to remove, uh, if you got a tibia and a fibia mm -hmm. on your leg, and, and one of them is a weight-bearing, one is not. So they're going to have to take out the non-weight-bearing bone and possibly build a crutch in there from my spine down to my pelvis. Okay. Because this this uh, this tumor was about the size of a softball. I was going to ask you that question about, yeah. like, comparison in size. So about the size of, about, of a softball. About the size of a okay. softball, yeah. Uh, I've even got pictures, you know. Um, I'm, I'm not shy to show anybody that wants to see these pictures. Right. And I've seen them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And uh, so that was some of the other things and some of the other things that possibly I would never be able to have children again. Okay. You know, and, and I was like, you know, okay, I yeah. understand. So facing those facing those obstacles, you know you know what could happen and moving forward with the surgery at that yeah, point. moving okay. forward. So April 26th, uh, that's my first day into the surgery. And uh, all I remember is getting wheeled back there, kissing my wife, you know, saying yeah. I love you and this and that. Then uh, spent one night in ICU after okay. the first surgery. Don't yeah. remember any much. Then the second day of the 27th of April of 2022, that was my second part of surgery. Okay. And that's where I experienced some things. Take your time, Bobby. Um, I can tell you what I seen, what I felt, what I experienced. I've al I was always skeptic of hearing things. I wasn't quite sure to believe or not to believe. You know, mm -hmm. I just didn't know. Uh, people that have life and death in their experiences, and they tell these stories. I've even seen true stories on TV that I love watching. You know, yeah. uh, Christian movies right. of of true things like that. And and I'm sure it kind of goes through everybody's head. Is that really true mm -hmm. or or not? We just don't know. April 27th, I discovered that it is true. Um, so this was day two of your surgery. Day two of the so surgery. been through one surgery. You stayed. You were in ICU overnight. Mm -hmm. And now we're going into the second going surgery. Going into the second surgery. And I don't really remember that much either. Yeah. Just, I just remember what I seen, what I felt. Yeah. So I remember waking up at some point and I'm looking around. And I'm sitting on the gurney, but laying down. Okay. And I'm in a tunnel. Okay. that has lights all in this tunnel, all different color lights, like rainbows and this and that, just beautiful. Yeah. Just beautiful. And I'm just looking around. I'm like, where am I? Where am I? Then it goes away. Then a few seconds later, a, a bright light comes up. <laughs> then I notice... I look to my left as I'm laying down, and I look to my right, and I look above me, and I see three angels looking over me. And I looked at them. I said, he doesn't want me yet. He doesn't want me yet. Then the light goes away, and, of course, they disappear. Then seconds later, the light came back again. And, of course, the three angels was appeared again in the same positions. I can tell you exactly how they looked, what they was wearing. I can tell you that it was the most beautiful things I've ever seen. And I said, what do y'all not understand? 
he doesn't want me right now. And it goes away. Then a second later, it comes back again, the third time. Then I just kind of realize, okay, I guess this is it. They've come three times. They're going to take me this time. And, and I kind of got, not me, not like, what do y'all not understand? It's not my time. He doesn't want me. And I said, you know what? I hurt here and I hurt here, which is on my left side, down from my chest, down to my waist, and on mm -hmm. my left and right, because I was constantly hurting really bad. And been in that pain now. For, and been in that pain for two years. For two years. Constant. Constant too. pain. And that's and I was so scared to have that surgery because of the uh, percussions of possibly what could happen. Right. You know, not be able to walk or this or that. And when I said that to him the last, on the third time, and I told him, I said, you know, I, he I hurt here and I hurt here. It was not but a second later from my uh, neck down to my waist, I felt this warm, warm sensation go from, from my neck down to my waist. And the next thing you know, I was waking up and I was healed. Amen. And the doctors even came in there and told me, uh, you're healing tremendously fast. We can't understand why you're healing so fast. I said, I can tell you why I'm healing fast. Because I felt his hands touch me and healed me. And even the plastic surgeon said, Mr. Williams, Bobby, you're you're healing tremendously well. Yeah. And uh, we can't figure out why. Why we're taking these staples out in two weeks. Uh, how long do they, I remember you told me this, how long do they say it normally is with the staples? Do you remember? Oh, anywhere from four to and four you, weeks. You were taking them out in two in weeks? In two weeks, they was coming out. Because wow. my body already healed. Wow. And by them cutting L1 through 4, I shouldn't be moving my leg or walking. So I'm moving my leg. I got just as much strength in my left foot as I do my right foot. I'm still walking with a crutch, of course, right. you know, because uh, I'm not quite got my muscles built. Right. Yeah, you, you told me one story one night. We were actually talking uh, back in the back of VBS about the doctor coming in and, and telling you, you there's no way you should... He's yeah. feeling your, your leg. He came in, I don't know, did he, did he hit your foot or, or asked you to move your foot? Asked me to move my foot, and I moved it, and he said, okay, now push against my hands. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, man. He said, there's only one way this could be happening. You put this surgery off for two years for a reason, for your nerves to reroute. And I said, no, Jesus rerouted them for me. I said, if I would have came took this surgery two years ago when you wanted, Jesus didn't have the time to heal me then. And I wouldn't be walking properly. And now I'm walking. That is such an amazing story. And I didn't have a relationship with him or was in love with him until April 27th. So, I mean, I knew who Jesus was. I know why he died on the cross for me. But I didn't have a relationship with him until then. And... You know you have a relationship with him when you actually tell your family that you love him more than them. And that was always hard for me to do, to say I loved Jesus more than I love my kids. But I do. Amen. It's hard as, as Christians to, to put things in order uh, like that. And, you know, I don't think that my life really was was put into perspective until I did that myself. So I, I know exactly where you're coming from. I don't have the story to tell that, that you have. I'm just in a, and I'm in awe right now 
of listening to that, and um, I'll never forget it. Yeah, I'll never you forget. You seem to be moving really well too. I mean, you have a cane still, right? Yeah. So still on that, yeah. but that's still you're still progressing. Yeah, I'm progressing. It's slow, but uh, it's not fast enough for me. <laughs> right. Right. But I just got to do it in his time, right. just like he did it in my time or his time to give me the surgery. Right. He kept telling me to put it off, put this off, Bobby, put this off, put this off. Don't go in there yet. And that's what the doctors even think. You put this off for two years for a reason. Uh, yeah. So that's wow. that's my story. That is. Amazing. And I hope it. I hope people understand and, and listen to this. And if they don't have faith, you know, you gotta have it. Absolutely. You gotta have it. He will heal in his time. And you know, you, you talked about really not having a relationship with him. And now we're sitting here and it's 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 August twenty fourth. You had the surgery in, in April, right? April twenty seventh is when you feel I mean your life has changed. You have a relationship with him. Yeah. How much how much better is your life today because of that? Oh, it's so much better. So and much better. So much better, isn't it? Oh yeah. Isn't God good? Oh he's good, he's great. Amen. Well, I'm I'm still in awe. I know that people, uh, I know that your story touched many in church this morning. Uh, I, I have no doubt that it did. It was a powerful story. And I hope that people take the time, they get on here and they listen to this, and uh, and hopefully they can take this and share it, and everybody else can hear your story, because your story deserves to be out there. Yeah, I want people to hear it. Uh, before before we cut off and we sound off here, is there anything else that you that you want to yeah. get out there that you want to say? I just want to thank my land, landmark family for reaching out. All the prayers, Pastor Justin, Pastor Ethan, Pastor Corbin, you of course, your family, the whole family here at Landmark. Amen. So many prayers, I felt them, and them reaching out and helping us. I can't thank y'all enough for what y'all done. Well, I can say from all of us at Landmark, it's 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 truly been a blessing to see you go through your journey. I know it's been tough for you, uh, but to see how how God has moved in your life has been. I mean, it's been a testimony. You're you're a walking testimony. I am. You know that. And that is, I am. That is so cool. And awesome. when I was here at VBS, like you said at the yeah. beginning, I didn't know. I actually wasn't going to be coming to VBS. Yeah. My wife was going to be doing it. I just came yeah. every night. And uh, in the story time down in the sanctuary, yeah. they was talking about uh, who was it that was paraplegic yeah. and couldn't and move they, his they, arms. They, uh, and Jesus touched him and healed him, and he got up and walked. Well, I was asked to come down there in front of these so young kids. Cool. I was there for yeah, that. And these young kids and said, now we've got a person here that's live proof that Jesus does heal. Right. And walk down there with the cane and seeing these eyes on these children just go really big and they're like, oh. it was amazing. Yeah. So I, I was, was there for that. I, I was I, kept here yeah. for a purpose. Absolutely. And that may have been part of the purpose right there to reach out to these little kids to let them know that yeah. have faith. I think sometimes we, we as Christians think that God's days of doing what he did when he walked on earth with, with Jesus that those days are over, but God's the same God today as he was yesterday. Yeah. And you're, you're proof of that. 3,000, 2,000 years ago. Absolutely. He hasn't changed. Absolutely. Uh, well, Bobby, thank you for coming in and sharing your story. And I hope that it goes to touch not just one, two, but Many. million, millions. Millions. Absolutely. Millions, so, millions. Uh, Landmark Church, uh, if you're listening out there, thank you for 
joining our our podcast, and I hope that you enjoyed uh, Bobby's story today. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, and we will see you later.